the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, back to Lifeline. We are back. We've moved into our second hour. And um, we will uh, take your phone calls shortly. We've got some feedback going on. It's not good. Um, We'll take your phone calls shortly. Um, You guys who have dropped, you can pick back up a little bit later. I just want to finish this up because it's so, so important. In my hands... Again, are records that you can easily obtain uh, concerning the complicated but very obviously deficient system that's going on at the CDC, FDA uh, and these other institutions, particularly around vaccines. And so I want to finish up this page by saying it is unacceptable that the FDA licensing processes for vaccines fail to assess the safety profile of each vaccine. It is also unacceptable that the FDA does not require the use of inner placebo controls to assure the integrity of even the minimal safety review conducted as HHS own paid experts, the IOM, have uh, explained because vaccine trials are primarily for determination of efficacy conclusions about vaccine safety derived from these trials are limited. In other words, the intention is to try to uh, produce a vaccine that works. It is not to look to see about a vaccine that harms. This is the uh, switch and bait uh, double-tongued language you get from a kind of medical terminological construct that's given to you in the media about safe and effective. And many of you know what I'm talking about. Here's the next thing I want to state before, again, we get to conversation. CDC blocks automation of vaccine adverse events reporting. What are we saying? The CDC in 2016 received uh, in their VAERS, this is your vaccine adverse um, emergency reaction. Uh, I think that's it. Va- vaccine adverse emergency reaction system, something like that. Received 59,117 reports of adverse reactions following vaccination, including 432 deaths, 1,091 permanent disabilities, four. 1,132 hospitalizations and 10,284 emergency room visits. That's just in 2016. A problem with VAERS is that it is a passive reporting system relying on voluntary rather than mandatory reporting. As such, numerous reviews of VAERS have found that only a tiny fraction of vaccine adverse events are reported. For example, an HHS-funded review of vaccine adverse events over a three-year period by Harvard Medical School involving 715,000 patients found that fewer than 1% of vaccine adverse events are reported. 
Now listen to this. A U.S. House report similarly stated former FDA Commissioner David A. Kessler has estimated that various reports currently represent only a fraction of serious adverse events. Assuming VAERS captures 1% of adverse events, which is more than uh, which is more than is estimated, then the number of adverse events reported to VAERS in 2016 would have actually been 5,911,700,000 adverse events, 43,200 deaths, 109,100 permanent disabilities, 413,200 413, hospitalizations, and 1,028,400 emergency room visits. Did you hear those numbers? Now, those don't matter to you. When I'm talking to my diligent uh, group of brothers and sisters who keep up with this kind of stuff, I was sharing with them how that what you and I are dealing with now in terms of uh, these covert problems that are not brought to the attention of the American people is very much like what happened in the days of, uh, of, of Hitler and the destruction of Jews and others. Uh, when they were brought to concentration camps. I'll talk to you about that. People knew something weird was happening. because, But because there was no media attention called to it, but rather a deflection from it by propaganda, such as what went on in our country over the last three years, people comfortably ignored the reality that people were missing. And the other thing that is so corollary to what's going on today is that people were missing and even their burials were missing because what Hitler did was conveniently cover up the killing of millions of people by incineration, which, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly what's going on now. And this article would tell it 31 pages. I'm not going to go much further than that. 31 pages explaining <clears throat> how that this information is easily uh, receivable by the Freedom of Information Act. But the media won't talk about it. And what's been going on with this whole COVID thing is that people have been getting sick and dying at the tunes of millions Sudden infant death, SID, sudden adult death, um, SAD, um, the myocarditis and pericarditis injuries and sudden death of athletes across the world by the tunes of thousands and thousands and tens of thousands and millions of people dying from these injections over the uh, span of uh, Western uh, America and Europe. Everywhere these injections were given way more people died than in the countries where these injections were not given. Now, the reason why it doesn't bother you is because you don't see tombstones everywhere. See, like in Hitler's day, they burned the bodies. And here, pathologists cannot actually do the serious work of investigating the body to determine the real causation of the death. Why? Regulatory capture on the part of Big Pharma and your government hiding the data, hiding the evidence. 
But you know what I've learned over the last year, as many people have, great, <clears throat> many people, John Paul, you hold on. And those of you who want to call, you can, one 888 you can call in and we can start talking about this. Uh, many, many people know that something is wrong. This is why I do what I do. I'm a preacher. I'm a teacher, expositor of God's word. But I'm also a prophet. That's why I quote the scriptures and map the Bible on top of where you and I are today so that you are without excuse. You may be able to go to a community, a fellowship, a church or wherever where they never talk about these things. But your pastor is guilty of not watching out for the flock. Because when we talk about injury and harm and sickness and disease and and uh, disabilities, We're talking about members in your church. You don't want to admit it, but it's true. Members in your church preacher are affected by these vaccines. You don't want to admit it, but it's true. Members in your church are affected by these jabs, not even a vaccine. These are jabs. And it's true. And uh, that they don't have pathologies, that they don't have uh, the uh, the uh, more uh, mortuary having investigation as to causality of death is all complicit with the government covering it up, as we learned by Hitler. And this is a tragedy that needs to be exposed. Now, what's going on in Washington, which is absolutely essential, and I'm glad it's taking place. House Speaker McCarthy said he'd do it. Jim Jordan is doing a yeoman's job. They're coming after it. The problem is, even if we prove them guilty, the main media outlets won't tell the truth because the gag order is lifted, as I told you last week, Uh, Since Obama was in office and now can manipulate the information that you get so as to block, hinder, diminish, distort, deny and even punish those who actually have the facts as yours truly is laying it out before you. If you want to read it for yourself, email me at gbchayward at gmail.com, gbchayward at gmail.com. Open your eyes, look at it for yourself. And that way you can stop calling me a conspiracy theory theorist. Because I'm not. I'm a conspiracy prover. We have it going on in our country, has been for a long time. That's why Martin Luther King was taking out Malcolm X, John Kennedy. And uh, if things get really bad, it'll continue to happen, too. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Gistan. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We are back. All right. The time is 621. All the lines are open. one 888 We can talk about all that's important, really, truly important. And I will field the calls and we will enjoy ourselves throughout the rest of this hour. What do you think about what I've said? What do you think about what I've read? What do you think about the history of the uh, CDC and the FDA and in our government since 1986, the Institute of Medicine, which has been around since the 19th century, has been trying unsuccessfully to get greater accountability and better structure around the CDC and FDA so that these kinds of things, which have just become the center of their agenda, that is vaccination, um, wouldn't have the horrible and horrific outcomes that they are having. Um, and, it's, and it seems like uh, the only way that this is going to get solved is if the American people rise up and say no more 
notwithstanding all of the pressure that your politicians are going, your hypocritical politician. Did you know that there was a bill in Congress a couple of years back uh, here in, in California to punish anybody that would go to a red state, uh, move to a red state, leave California and go to a red state? That bill got squashed or quashed, as they put it, by uh, one congressman here in California. I'll look his name up shortly. And uh, he relentlessly fought against this bill and saw to it that it was subdued. His name is Kevin Kiley for Congress. Uh, And the reason why it was quelled is because the hypocrite governor that we have, once again, like he told us to wear a mask when we were inside. He didn't wear a mask when he was inside. He told us we need to social distance. We called him not social distancing and we caught him in red states like Texas and Montana vacationing. He tells us to do what we should do but not do what he does. I can tell you until the American people rise up, this will continue. This level of hypocrisy, this daring duplicity will continue until the American people exercise their constitutional rights and get rid of these um, I, I, you know, is not a really a good way to speak about them. It's evil. Let me go to line number one and talk with Jean Paul. Line number one, Jean Paul, are you there? Hey, Pastor Justice, how are you? I'm great, man. What's going on? Thank you, by the way, for calling back. I needed to actually get this information out on the archives because, you know, don't know how long I'll be able to do this kind of stuff because I think the next wave of tyrannical policies is going to really try to wipe out all of the uh, counter voices that are out there doing a yeoman's job of exposing people to these facts so that they can wake up. But just like it was in the days of Hitler, they'll go, they'll use greater and more difficult measures to, to stop, um, stop people from telling the truth. Anyhow, what's your thoughts, man? Yeah. First of all, I want to thank you for, you know, being our pastor and I want to thank you for, you know, speaking the truth, uh, especially nowadays when the truth is, is distorted. Um, you know, really appreciate it, you know, what you're doing out there and really opening up our eyes and, and our mind and, uh, uh, you know, really being truth. Uh, and, and that's, that's very important. Uh, so to me, it seems like we live in a, in an, in an upside world. Right. It's kind of like going back to, you know, you were mentioned about 1986. I kind of want to mention 1984, George Orwell. Right. Where, you know, you know, where he's saying that war is peace, freedom is slavery and ignorance is strength. Seems like we live in that reality today. What's your thoughts on no, I, I've, I've used the Orwellian paradigm all throughout these last three years, Jean-Paul, and explaining to people that uh, Orwell was prophetic and prescient and warning about what was coming. Let me let me make an observation again. I think about God's grace in my life to actually be able to do this and continue preaching and pastoring. But there's so much stuff I've already presented and given to people um, making the direct correlations with um, the um, the um, 1980, <clears throat> 1980, uh, 84 um, parallels. And like you said, the news speak, the speak, um, all of the control factors, Animal Farm, uh, Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, um, even predictable programming movies like the Truman Story. You probably know about that. All of these are 
warnings that indicate that our people are not listening when God uh, tells us these things are happening. Like, I'm very much aware of what's happening right now while we speak, that there are platforms and structures and institutional policies being implemented. And in a minute, they will simply be introduced to society and society will be compelled to simply comply because it will almost be too late to overcome the policies that are that are coming. But I'm at a point now where I believe that God is, has really uh, tried to warn people over and over and over again, and he's giving them over to the strong delusion of believing a lie because they don't want to be responsible, uh, free, constitutionally authorized citizens to actually uh, bring about a change. Ultimately, the change comes, Jean-Paul, when men and women rise up and say no more to their unlawful, unconstitutional uh, government. Until that happens, we will continue to be hoodwinked right on up to the point where um, technology will be able to take control of our lives and we won't have anything to say about it. What's your thoughts? As you said also last Sunday during your sermon, you say God is allowing all this to happen. And ultimately, God is in control. And we just need to trust that, you know, our Lord and Savior, you know, will, 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 will turn things around and hopefully will wake people up, will make people realize that they are really living in a, in a, in a tyrannical world. Uh, this is our society today, unfortunately. Absolutely. Um, I've got a couple more minutes. I'm glad you called. <clears throat> the line is one triple eight. The the phone number is one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. If you guys want to start dialoguing for the rest of the hour, Jean Paul, very insightful um, uh, sociologist, and um, uh, we would call them uh, psychologists and, and, and therapists who are very much aware of historical tactics used by the Russians, used by um, Mao Zedong, used by many of the neo-Marxist uh, countries. Uh, one of them, I can't remember his name, he made it very clear in his, his book. He stated that America lives in a false sense of freedom, a false sense of freedom. And when they wake up to the reality that they are no longer free, they won't know what to do about it. And I, I think he, I think he's absolutely right. We think we're free. We're not. So this here is called the, the gradual sort of uh, Python anaconda squeeze where the squeeze is taking place more and more and more. But it's so slow that it's hard for people to believe that they are actually being besieged about by policies that are contrary to freedom, contrary to human thriving, et cetera, et cetera. But again, it's exactly like God's word says. Example, I'll share with you an example. Uh, I was in Texas a couple of weeks ago, myself and my wife to visit our grandkids. And I could not believe how little I was paying for food and gas compared to what we pay here. Even I um, have gotten used to absorbent costs here in California. And, uh, you know, I, I can afford to pay it now that all eight of our kids are largely gone and my wife and I can live moderately. But I think about how hard it is for people who are living at minimum wage or a little bit more. Uh, at the draconian cost of living in California, in Texas, the gas is on average two dollars and thirty nine cent, three dollars a gallon compared to here. 
um, in some areas, no taxes at all. I'm paying 40 and $50 to feed uh, nine, 11 people when we go out to dinner there. I couldn't feed Barbara and myself, my wife and myself for 40 or $50 here in the States. And when you multiply that across different um, other uh, uh, factors and platforms in people's lives, no wonder people are leaving California by the droves. It is utterly in um, impossible to save money or to live and thrive in a, in a fashion that we would call just or even remotely free. We're being taxed to death. Uh, inflation and prices are getting so high. This won't stop, by the way, as the economists are saying. And this is your drip drip um, sedation of, uh, of delusion. And it is your proverbial frog in the boiling pot to the point where the frog won't be able to jump out. John Paul, thank you for the call. Going to take a break. Three lines open. one 367 one We'll talk about more symptoms like depression, anxiety, stress, a lot of psychological disorders under this tyrannical pressure that we're dealing with. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time 635 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Three lines open. one 367 Give PJ a call. Let's talk about it. You might have some challenges, some struggles, some questions, observations. Let's have a conversation. Love to hear from some of you who are new, who have never called before. one 1-888-367-5329. I will definitely continue to unpack things if that doesn't happen. Don't mind speaking to you at all because I am keenly aware of how privileged we are to be able to have free speech for now without it being usurped by government policies and uh, severely punished as it is happening around the world right now. Um, one 367 to give me a call. Let's go to line three and talk with Dreama from Alameda. Dreama, are you there? Dreama on line three. Hi, good evening, Pastor. How are you? I'm great. Hopefully there's no. Uh Oh, we're breaking up. Oh, dear. Is it really bad then? I should call back. No, I can hear you now. As long as you don't, as long as you're not moving. What's on your mind? Well, uh, thank the Lord for, for you and for your messages and for your constant uh, direction for us to, you know, pay attention, have our eyes open. Uh Uh, Because I actually found myself uh, going into kind of an isolated uh, depression because so many of my friends and Christian friends don't want to talk about what's going on. And, and, And I thought, Lord, are we really not paying attention? Are we really uh, assuming that it's all your job to pay attention and help us when we're not even willing to help ourselves? Uh, And so I just want to thank you because last week on KFAX, you just... It was straight from the Lord because, you know, it was like him saying to me, no, Dreama, there, there are, I'm listening and you need to 
arise, move, and go, and 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 just get out of the whole thing of someone else is going to, uh, you know, get out there and stand for the principles that are in God's word. And you know, as long as we're not going against man's laws in the sense, uh, you know, of you know certain laws, but when their laws conflict with God's, we've got to be willing to say uh, no uh, and, and be prepared to give the reason in a very uh, calm and conversational way, but be firm. And when I turn to other Christians who I consider more mature and, and you know, alerted in the Lord's Word, and and I just, my, you know, my spirit just doesn't so good about their reply it's it really put me into a lord are we this delusion down here and and the world is just doing all of the things that my gosh we might as well be back in the roman days where they're throwing the christians into the into the pit and letting you know so it's so i just want to thank you uh I, the other week in your message when you in the when you were talking as you often do you're so positive you said God is awesome. And I just want to say, God is awesome. And uh, I thank you for what you are doing, getting the word out. I read so much, I think I'm going to need glasses again. Uh, But uh, back in the day, you you know, the Lord prepares us for things. And I can only speak for myself, but, but I used to always go home after work when I was working full time and go and I'd say, he said that, and I would go on C-SPAN and watch C-SPAN because I wanted to hear the words come out of that politician's mouth. Right. Um, and, and I really appreciate the fact that that is something that it's cutting harder and harder to find the time to do these things because the, the people in power are distracting us with so much junk Uh that you barely have time to, you know. It's really true. It's, it's really true. I'm going to expand on that. And you can you can hang up. I want you to just listen as I expand. I'm going to close out on covering a number of these things, affirming what you're saying, and then actually drilling down into it. Thank you very much, Dreamer. First and foremost, what I want to say to um, my weak brothers and sisters who are uh, conditioned to uh, drink from the trough of, of Pharaoh. <clears throat> so, analogy that I, I, I pulled out of what we're dealing with in our series, the 42 encampments. Israel is brought out of Egypt in about 480 BC. And, uh, but Egypt did not get taken out of Israel for a long time. And those things were written for our learning because God knows we're just like them in many ways. Uh, particularly American Christians, are much more American than they are Christian, much more secular than they are sacred. It's just true. You can tell because when pressure comes, they are carnal and not spiritual. They are horizontal and not vertical. They are human reasoning instead of clearly biblically grounded. And uh, they've been impacted by convenience. They've been impacted by luxury. They've been impacted by the uh, vanity fair of this world. This is something that is not new with me. You know, I've taught you this for the longest. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Israel was not ready for a journey with God. And they complained all the way. And God allowed many of their carcasses to fall in the wilderness 
We're not going through the equivalency of uh, a wilderness sojourn uh, this time around. We are in the wilderness, but it's much more of a spiritual wilderness paradox. And that is to say, we're dealing with people being destroyed, not by too little, but by too much. People are destroyed because they are able to easily engage in the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye and the pride of life. And they are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. That is the uh, very clear teaching of Hosea 4, 6. And they don't know their Bibles well at all. And the notion of uh, challenging government is alien to what we call domesticized Christianity. Um, it is so used to believing that our government cares about us, notwithstanding the history that to even say, hey, you better you better go on C-SPAN and, and listen to what Jim Jordan is saying about what happened in the Biden administration in terms of uh, violating our constitutional rights. People are not going to do that because people don't care about being diligent. Uh, truth costs you when you when you really know it. And that's why. Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 4, the time is coming when men will not endure sound doctrine. That's where we are today. You'll hear tons of pastors say, yeah, Pastor Jay, he's, he's kind of all right. I don't like the way he goes precept upon precept and line upon line. He uses too many Bible verses and this and that and the other thing. The reality is, is that unless you are deeply anchoring your people in the word of God, where they understand comprehensively the correlation between the Old Testament and the New Testament, and the axioms of scripture, there's nothing new under the sun, that which has been is and that which is to be, even that has already been, and that we are dealing with a very clear binary conflict between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. Your pastors are like foolish shepherds. I'm dealing with that in our Tuesday and Friday Bible study in the book of Jude. They're feeding themselves and not the flock. They're feeding themselves and not the flock, and they're not feeding the flock with the food of God. And so the flock is not discerning, is fat and lazy and vulnerable to the captivity of this Babylonian system. And they're, they're in captivity largely. That's your as so many Christian groups is not even um, it's even uncomfortable to even think about it because I'm constantly reading the material and, and analyzing what's going on in our world and, and, and church folk are aping the world. Your fears, your anxieties, your uh, paranoia, your t- timidity, your powerlessness. Um, that's exactly what Paul said, because they did not have a love for the truth that they might be saved. God gave them over to a strong delusion that they might believe the lie. And, and the lies are so very clearly part of the man-centered, humanistic, artificial intelligence, biomedical, tyrannical surveillance system implementation that is happening in our world and right around you. And you don't even know it. Uh, but mostly it's not that you don't know, it's that you don't care. And that's why it's coming down on us. And, and America is it's under judgment, as Mr. MacArthur has plainly said. America is under judgment and our churches are mute. This is Isaiah 56, 11. They're dumb dogs, loving to sleep, loving to slumber, will not bark, will not bark. And uh, only the sheep will pay attention to the sheepdog. I'm a sheepdog. 
God called me to be a shepherd and a sheepdog. My my job is to keep barking as the DNA in me will force me to bark until the sheep understand they're in danger and then they will start to comply. Like God has a ton of incompliant sheep out there. Like tons of you are out there outside of fellowship and you think you're all right and you're not. I got to take a break. When I come back, I'll do a little bit more um, expounding and encouraging and admonishing as the word of God is called to do. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. All right, we're back. We've got about 10 minutes to go in our program. So let me eight minutes to go. Let me go ahead on and and just reflect upon where we are and where we're going. And you can uh, you can mark my words. I don't. uh um, I don't I don't fancy to be some kind of mystic prophet, but these things are very clear. You will see over the next couple of years increased inflation costs becoming so ridiculously uh, untenable that uh, that that many of your conveniences now will be be, you know, fast gone. It'll take a while for California, but it's coming. There will be less things to purchase and they will be more difficult to acquire. While we are being uh, maladjusted to uh, absorbent inflation prices, we will also find restrictions occurring subtly around our ability to travel hither and yon. This will probably be combined with another pseudo pandemic for which most people have been already trained so that it will gradually limit your movement, which is what the globalists want to um, limit your movement. You're already under assignment for um, carbon footprinting. And uh, that means that most people will be hindered subtly or obviously about going here and there. They're already preparing the smart cities for most people. These are the 15 minute cities. They're called convenient concentration camp cities where people will be living in clusters in the name of convenience, but they will be trapped. You won't be able to leave those cities all the time, anytime you want to and go hither and yon. You're going to be used to being in a kind of glorified ghetto. While this is happening between now and 20 and 25, 26, depending on who gets into the presidency, you will see much more talk by your uh, media prostitutes uh, of a uh, central banking digital credit system where we will gradually, incrementally, but obviously move from being able to handle our own money, being controlled by digital credit. You may have a card, but that will um, that will soon move to your phone. <clears throat> and for ignorant blind people, it will move to uh, to uh, imprintings in your body and scans on your hands. It's already happening around the world, so you don't have to think that I'm being a conspiracy theorist. It's a fact. It's just that you're ignorant of it if you don't know it. At a certain point, uh, people that don't know God, don't care, will jump fully into artificial intelligence, uh, integrated systems by which they can uh, communicate with the uh, blockchain authorities uh, via their um, via their body parts. It's called under the skin governance. Um, your medical industry will continue to uh, push you into uh, drug regiments. Uh, and when I talked earlier about the uh, doctors who are nothing but um, glorified pharmaceutical dispensers, many of them will be removed and replaced by artificial intelligence so that much of your 
uh, relationship with your uh, medical industry will be by computer. It will be by um, uh, formats of uh, conversations, question and answer between you and the computer. And it will tell you uh, what the probable diagnosis are. This is uh, Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. Um, and like I said, this will pick up and become more intense depending upon whether or not we engage in a uh, small nuclear exchange, which we are on the brink of, uh, of uh, uh, tampering with, uh, depending on whether or not the globalists and our be- um, our are betraying uh, leaders in Congress who are part of the global agenda are willing to undertake a uh, a limited nuclear war as an accelerator to compel people into total compliance that uh, is not out of the works. This is why you're not hearing about it because they're contemplating whether they should do that or not. Uh, and, and we'll kind of know because in 2024, when we are dealing with uh, a new presidency, a lot of this stuff that I'm talking to you about will accelerate itself massively under um, our unfortunately reprobate president um, who just is a sold out globalist having no wisdom or humility or sincerity or empathy for the American people. That's Joe Biden. He just doesn't care. Um, He is part of the sold out group that doesn't mind millions and millions and millions of people dying in order to turn this into a one world global governance system. It's really sad. And and, and many in Washington, particularly the uh, pseudo woke leftists are blinded as well to what's coming. They will be brought into the siege and many of them will be eliminated too if the neo-Marxist agenda continues working as it has in the past and the church will become irrelevant in the next few years utterly irrelevant in the West Uh, only the true believers who are committed to freedom uh, will continue to work some overtly others privately but we won't stop talking because that's where freedom comes and that freedom is in the soul first and it's rooted in an allegiance to God once you can have your allegiance taken from God you're part of the idolatrous system and this is what God meant in Revelation chapter 19 18 and 19 when he says and uh, all um, whoremongers and fornicators and idolaters and dogs and people who love and make lies will be uh, cast out of the new Jerusalem and cast into the lake of fire. That is symbolic language for people who reject the one true and living God in truth. If you don't accept truth, embrace truth, submit to truth, walk in truth, you're going to walk in lies. And this is this is something that is being drip, drip, spoon fed to the Western world as we speak. Now, in the positive sense, again, there are many, many people waking up, many, many people waking up um, while there is still a vestige of freedom of discourse, dialogue and uh, and civil debate. Many people are waking up um, the the adversaries to our soul who would love to wipe out a good portion of the planet uh, in the name of global warming or really what is called climate change. That's another big lie that's coming to press itself down upon you, create fear, anxiety, etc. Um, these things will will come like a, a, a siege for most people who are not grounded in truth and willing to open their eyes and see the enemy for he for what he is, nothing but a facade. And behind the uh, big, uh, great swelling words is a little peon uh, Wizard of Oz group of people governing our world. It's really true. Um, thank you. 
it's really, really true. This is what's going on. And the prophets of old have said it. I, uh, it's remarkable. I was reading about seven or eight of the sermons of Martin Luther King back in the day. He saw this. He saw this happening and uh, he admonished the church too. the church of Martin Luther King's day is not the church of our day. Don't fool yourself. Our black people are not at all operating out of the paradigms of the civil rights movement. We've been brought into captivity. Uh, there's nothing but darkness here. And this is why our leaders are not speaking up because they're brought into captivity, too. Um, you better get right with Christ. You better bow your knee to him. He can be the light in the darkness. He can be the cloud in the day. He can lead you through in and out. But this is not a solo run. You need to be in a faithful community willing to be prophetic and priestly. Friday, we will be looking at the cross and the Savior on it. Sunday, we will be celebrating the resurrection in a powerful display of scriptural exegesis and exposition. And we're praying that the spirit of God would use it to transform our hearts. Um, while the doors are still open and we can actually worship the true and the living God based upon our constitutional principles. Um, I hope that helps you. I hope that you uh, um, are sober and vigilant and aware and submissive in your heart to all of these struggles going on in your soul. Um, it's not by accident that your, your BS, BS indicator is really firing off. Something's wrong. Ask your God to show you. Till next time, the Lord bless you, keep you, cause his face to shine upon you, give you his peace. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.